Chronic Curiosity Part 2 with Mike Manchek. You can catch him at Manchek Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy, mbjja.com. And all of his uh, social medias are in the first one. And if you haven't checked that one out, make sure you go back, listen to that one first, and all his information will be in the details as well. And here we go. Yeah, you're live. Nuggets of wisdom. <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. Oh, dude, it's good to see you, brother. Oh, you too, man. It's uh, it's it's been a long time since we like actually got to connect face to face. I know. So I know. It really has. Very, very busy. I think for the both of us. I think you're right. I think a lot of a lot of life has has happened between the last time we saw each other and 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 now. Yeah, that's for sure. I think a lot of blessings actually have happened. Oh, absolutely. Which is which is awesome. Yeah. So, kind of going back to two things, man, that I um that I heard from what you were saying from yeah. the jujitsu, uh, the discipline aspect and the de-escalation aspect. Yes. I I hear those two things, and I think of, and I know you you kind of. Uh, you know, joked about not to get too political about things. Yeah. But um, I think a lot of what people are doing right now is, uh, I think they're battling. Mm-hmm. I think they're 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 they are battling. They're button heads, man. Mm-hmm. There's this partisanship. There's this dichotomy, if yes. you will. So, do you? Th- I, 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 there's got to be some sort of a correlation between discipline and de-escalation and how it lends itself to choosing your battle. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, y- you could make the. I mean, geez, that's that's what a heavy what a heavy statement because I think a lot of a lot of what it is today it's uh, it's it's a yearning to be a part of something, and it's a yearning to stand up for your tribe to stand on what you perceive as the right side, regardless of what is, what side you're standing on. Um, and what I would, what I would argue and I would, what I would implore people to do is, you know, pick a tribe that, uh, man, how do I put this? Jiu-Jitsu is my tribe. Yeah. And whether you're far left, far right, center, whatever, we're all inclusive. And there's a commonality between everybody that walks through that door at my gym and any gym, period, um, that you can kind of transcend across humankind uh that we're also similar and i think if you realize that like you know when you, when you stop when you stop dividing yourselves on on the grounds of things that are so silly you know what i mean uh, that and you start realizing we're so similar we're we're all so similar and and you know i i mean i obviously i've been talking about jujitsu a lot you know, <laughs> but uh, it's such a great common ground. I've trained, Tony, I've trained with people from so many different walks of life, 
from people that, you know, from people that are, are doctors, from people that are lawyers, from people that, you know, work at a fast food joint, from people that, uh, you know, have lost everything in their life, that have done some terrible things that are, that are on the mend, from people that have everything in life. Um, but we're all part of the same team. And I think jujitsu is a great, Mike, it's a great like nutshell of that, that like, man, this is, that's life. And that's why I love the sport so much because it's like, um, it shows you that like, man, like we are not different at all. Like, I think like you, you, you dive into what's going on today and people think like, you know, if you support so-and-so or if you back so-and-so, like, you know, we'll never see eye to eye. You know what I mean? And that's, like I said, that's why I push jujitsu because it's like, like, man, I bet if you signed up for a class, like, and you guys drilled arm bars for an hour or two, like you guys would have something <laughs> yeah. to talk about. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you guys would realize, and, and like I said, like I've experienced anybody that's trained jujitsu knows that, that I, I'll tell you what I remember. I, I remember a specific example. I remember training, you know, when I was like a blue belt or something like that. And there was a guy I trained with there, two guys I trained with there. Um, and I thought really highly of them. They were great people. And I had no clue what they did for a living. Yeah. And uh, one guy invites us out. He's like, yeah, you guys should come. I'm having a little party. I get to the dude's house. I mean, we're talking like, it's like a man. I had no idea, like no idea that this dude was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, what does so-and-so do? Yeah. And they're like, oh, he's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, really? Like he's, it was, it was amazing to me, but it would just showed you that like people are people. Yeah. Humans are humans. And I, I don't know. Just give I them just, a chance to be humans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it's, um, you know, it, it's just a, it's, it's tough. It's tough seeing everything going on right now. I hope. And that's why I'm, I'm so adamant and, and I'm so, I'm so fortunate and, in a lot of ways that I found something like, like jujitsu and, and listen, it's not, I, I'm not advocating that. Like, if you don't ju jujitsu, you, you're never going to get along with your neighbor, but <laughs> I, uh, if you don't chew big. Really, yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, but I think everybody could find something in their lives where they can find a commonality with another person, whether, like I said, whether it be, whether it be CrossFit, whether it be, whether it be music, whether it be whatever it is where you can just shut off the noise that is being thrown at you right. shut to up tell you, that. you should, you, what are you? Are you either here or there? I, those, it's funny because like, I'm I know they mean well when they're like those, those websites where it's just like, it's like, take this small quiz to find your political party. And it's I'm like, just like, what? <laughs> what a nightmare of a thing to like, let me see who I can be mad at. You know what I mean? That's exactly, that's a really good way to put it. Like, I don't want to be put in a box just to yeah. tell like, oh, this Are is you the, oh, you're, you're in this, you're in yeah. this box. So you have to hate this box. Yes. No, no, I don't. Stop, stop, <laughs> please stop. You know, it, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate nowadays, but I will say that like, it's only as unfortunate as you make it. And we're only as, you know, I, I hate being 
being in in the position to be like you know like well you know things are terrible nowadays and who knows you know what i mean like we're us humans we're in control of our own destiny yeah you know what i mean and if you focus on the things that are important uh and and if you focus on the things that you perceive as being you know the right things to focus on i mean it, it, it's not the same for everybody but i mean you know anything anything like this that's that's um we're guiding our own ship and i have faith that 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 humans and society as a whole like you know i mean it's been a rocky road you know it's it's very rocky right now for sure but you know what i mean i'm i'm uh i'm optimistic and i think as long as i have something like you know you know jujitsu is what i keep circling back to because it's a really important part of my life and it's a huge part of my life but i tell you what it, there's so many things that are like there's so much turmoil nowadays um you know culturally politically um you know to an extent like at a sociological level with everything that's going on with like covid and i mean it, the list goes on but i tell you what the thing that gives me a little glimmer of hope is when i walk through the doors of my gym it's just it's all the same all of it yeah. and it's not there's no difference between now and 10 years ago yeah it's always been the same and that tells me that people are people can we do better hell yeah hell yeah we can do better but that's just like what i said if you're not putting yourself in a position to be who you want to be and you're just accepting who you are and who you've always been Oof. been there what is i mean you're doing yourself a disservice you're doing everybody around you a disservice and uh, you know, jujitsu is my, it's my little glimmer of hope for this world because I know that the people that are in my class, and I'm just talking from my, my small sample size, I know for a fact that they have different opinions and different views and different ways they think that everybody should live their life. But everybody has a everybody can get along everybody and i it, it sounds so corny everybody can get along but <laughs> everybody loving everybody yeah i'm telling well, you like they can though too like and that's part of ooh, why we're doing what i, I mean i feel like every single this time, is so like every single time we so do great. this we say this is why we're doing yeah. this no that that's literally this whole time that's all i was going to bring up so you said the two things the um the camaraderie mm-hmm and the commonality. Yes. And and that was a huge reason why we did this. And so from our standpoint, it was, it's so cool to see someone else yeah. and how they're contributing to that camaraderie yeah. and commonality of society and bringing people together instead of pushing them apart. Mm. And uh, and it, it just, it puts a smile on my face to know that there's other people doing that. And yeah. obviously, you know, the way that you do that, the tool that you use is, is jujitsu and, uh -huh. and it's just you as a human being. Yes. Like I, I wholeheartedly think that if jujitsu wasn't present, you would still figure out a way to do I it. I think you're right. Because you're Mike I Manchak. think I would. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> no, I, but I, I would. I would gravitate uh, yeah, towards no, I, something. I, I know yeah. you would, man. I don't. I don't say that in jest. Like I, I think that there's, you know, I think you have a, a an awesome soul, man. I think you have a beautiful oh, soul. Thank you, man. And 
it's just very cool from our standpoint of, hey, we created this to, for open dialogue, man, so that yeah. there isn't, you know, the separation, the dissension, so that uh -huh. we can have commonality, so that we can bring people down right. and we can go, hey, I, I don't agree with what you say, yes, but I still love you as a human being. Yes. Like, you're a cool dude. Like, you sat down and you explained your opinion. Here's my opinion. Uh -huh. uh, you know, at the end of the day, uh, I'm not checking Republican. I'm not checking Democrat. I'm checking American. I'm checking human being. Human being. Yeah, yeah. I'm checking human Amen. being. And yeah. so, uh, man, I appreciate you sharing that and for us yeah. to be able to see this. And it's cool, too, to think how many other people, you know, maybe it's not through jujitsu, you know, maybe it's through a vocation, maybe it's through a hobby, maybe it's through this or that. They're working towards those same goals mm -hmm. of commonality and camaraderie. I mean, this right, on that we this are. right here wouldn't be happening without music. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's yeah. true. I, I, I like self self admitted. I was a recluse. I yeah. was a terrible human being. And that, that one comes out Monday. I was a pest. <laughs> yeah. And he, he found Tony found that the reason we're right here, the Tony found out that yeah. I, that I knew how to play a guitar. Yeah. I'll just put it that way. And I didn't. Yeah. And so he kept bugging me and cause I, you got to pick up a guitar, pick up a guitar. You got to play, you got to play, you got to play. And I was like, all right, well only if you sing because you got the voice of Jesus and Fergie, like, except <laughs> like a whole, a, whole, a whole octave down, you know, it's like, it's like, so that, that was what started. And we yeah. didn't know shit about each other. Sure. And we just started playing music yeah. and that's, that's just what we did. And yeah. then slowly, we, you know, played music and learned this, that, whatever. And then what? I don't know. It's probably five, six years, yeah. five, something like that. Yeah. Here we, Here we are. Yeah. Doing a podcast with our musical recording. This equipment. is so great to see. <laughs> and like I said, when we first started this, it's, it's great to see this. I mean, I think anybody should you know anybody and and joe rogan says it all i mean he's been i mean he's been you know he's been such a great a great piece of society lately because it's like he always tells everybody that's on there you should have a podcast you mm -hmm. should have a podcast but you could you could push that forward and say i think anybody should have a podcast because not only does it validate your opinions but it makes you really think about what you're saying oh yeah right? i remember the first this is being recorded yeah, right I heard that. So it's not just yeah. like, like it's like oh this is out flying off yeah this is out there yeah like, it oh, is yeah. like this and is... it's and it's important because it's it's cathartic in a lot of ways where you can you can say you know it's a snapshot in time and and there are important discussions that need to be had right because you know hindsight is 2020 obviously but you know you look at any period in history and the people that are experiencing that probably didn't think much of it right mm -hmm. like you know what i mean like the 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 people that lived through world war ii were thinking like i don't know there's this guy and i <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean or like you know you can you can you can take it down you know the timeline as far as you want to go but in hindsight you realize how significant that period in time was um so it's just great to have it's great to have it's always great to have discussion yeah. and it's always great to have discourse um and it's it's nice to have at least a little in some regard a little accountability to what you're saying to to be like what was i thinking then you know what i mean right. well at the same time i i think there's you know i I, I believe it was the first episode I put it. I, most of these episodes are mm -hmm. all basically we start, we stop. Yeah. 
there it is. Yes. Like there's no editing unless it's a pee break or something mm-hmm. like that. And we're like, oh yeah, we're all, we all got to go to the bathroom. Sure. I'm not going to leave it going for two minutes. And, sure. You know, but for the most part, it's just, it's out there. Yes. And that's how, I, that's kind of how, beautiful we, thing. That's how we wanted it. And I, and the, the very first episode, I think I put a little precursor on there. It was like, Hey, like, yes, there is some accountability, but at the same time with that accountability, allow me to say some stupid shit. Yes. But then allow me to, even if you're going to, you can call me out on it, call me out on the stupid shit I say, but then if you're going to call me out on it, allow me to change my stupid shit. I would, you know what I mean? And that, and that's what nowadays we don't, we can't have that luxury. You don't have the ability to canceled. (laughs) Yes. So that's, and and that's the problem. Like there's gotta be a way back for, for society as a whole. Like there has to be a way back. Jitsu. Yeah, maybe i mean i would yeah. Make <laughs> yeah but that's i think that's a big piece of it of this too is how yeah. do we find our way back to some kind of semblance of humanity yeah because i feel like we've we, we lost that in the last 10 years as a as a whole mm-hmm. as as a you know like just shit so weird uh, yeah you're exactly right but I, but at the same time i would push back and i would say i don't know if we ever lost it but our perception of it has been lost. Yeah. So it's and, just been tucked that, down like, deep down inside of well, us. Well, <laughs> and not even that. I just think the perception of where everything's going, whether it be manipulated by, uh, you know, a third party or whatever it may be. Uh, like I said, when I when I walk through the doors of my academy, I, it's all the same, and it's all the same it's ever been in ten years, and. Maybe it's a little biased. Maybe it's a little skewed. Maybe it's it's not taking into account everything that's happening. Um, but you know, I I really do believe that like human beings have so much in common with each other, and if they would just find if they would just find a catalyst to to like kind of access that to find like we're not different at all, right? I, regardless of who you voted for, or like what side you back or like how you feel about A or B or, you know, whatever that is, it's, it's finding a commonality and maybe it's jujitsu, maybe it's something different, but I implore people to put themselves in a position to, you know, to find something find some common ground. And I mean, it's hard because it's like, you're trying to think of something like that's, you know, that's blanket. It's across the board that goes good for everybody. So I think, I think at first we have to realize that the second that I realized that, and we talked about this, I guess it's the episode coming out soon. Mm -hmm. Um, it won't be out. It's not out right now. Yeah. Um, but we talked about like the fact that we are all on this planet. Mm-hmm. We are whatever, whatever you decide that means. Yes. Yeah. That's a good we, way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> we are all in the same place at yes. the same time. And we are all trying to live this life. We are together, whether mm-hmm. we like it or not. Yeah. And guess what? None of us will get out alive yes. as we think, whatever that is, yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what I yeah. mean? So like if we can start there and go, we're having the same battle when mm-hmm. you really boil it all down, mm-hmm. 
we're just trying to keep all of the cells that make up our mind and body alive yeah. for as long as we can yeah. and be as happy as we can. There's, th- we got a that, shot. We got a shot. Yeah. If you can realize that, yeah, like, no, absolutely. You know what I mean? And that's yeah. it, whether it be you know whatever else you can I, find. Find something you love. I, yeah. I think hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully we can progress that along and make a few more connections. Well, yeah. yeah so, yeah, yeah. so maybe yeah. find At something. At cellular level. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Find something you love. Yeah. And find people that love that too. Sure. And as long as it's not hate, because that's that's sure. No, no. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like we had the discussion the other day too of like, is there evil? Is there good? Like, it, whatever. But find something that isn't divisive. No, absolutely. Maybe that's maybe that's the, yeah. the core is yeah. find like, something that's not divisive, and you will find people that you could be that you could find division with yeah. within that. Yeah. So find that thing that's not divisive and find those people that, to and realize can, they're just people. You can make the argument, and just like just like Tony said, where, um, you know, and like I would say, like your your avenue to better yourself helps better society. A better version of you is a better version of society. And if everybody, um, if everybody would take that step to do a little better, to step out of their comfort zone, um, you know, my avenue currently, and I don't know if this is going to be the same thing for life. Sure, seems like it. Um, but is jujitsu? I mean, if I can create a spot where people can come together, and that number of people is growing. And as that number of people grows, uh, different people interact with different people, you know, right. different, different political views, different races, different, whatever your whatever it is, whatever that, whatever that whoever says that divides us, that separates us as human beings. Um, if I can create a place where that, those things are dissolved, um, I mean, that to me, if I can keep that contribution, and I always said that, like, that's a great contribution. <laughs> I, I feel like, and, and it's, yeah. and it's some, and it's an avenue. I mean, and, and, and I'll be honest, like, I don't want to be too virtuous because it, it's, it's a byproduct. I opened the gym because, I mean, if we're all being frank, uh, I didn't want to drive an hour to go train. <laughs> um, and I was like, well, I could probably, teach some of these knuckleheads down in Worcester that are like these meatheads in some of these gyms how to do some of this <laughs> I mean, stuff. That, uh, and, you, and you, you, it's, you, are you still doing out of Dernia? Yeah, we work, we, we train yeah, out of Dernia. what I know yeah. about Dernia, those are some, yeah, there's some, some, some uh, it's a yeah. serious gym. Yes, it is a serious, very serious gym. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and there's the, a lot I of mean, names have come out of that. Yeah. And yeah. in, in the Midwest in general, I mean, it's a pocket of very talented athletes, yeah. very talented wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I mean, the standard for, being an athlete around here, especially in Ohio, is very high. You know what I mean. Well, um, you got Ohio State. Ohio State. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. you're you're kind of pinnacle. Like, you're like top of the food chain yeah. as far as like athletics go. Um, we make them in Columbus so they can send them out somewhere else. Yeah, you know Cleveland ain't taking yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean that, that at its core, that's where it started. But like. What it evolved into, it, it, it's really interesting because, and I talked to a friend of mine and I asked him, and, and it really hasn't come to fruition, fruition yet. And I, and I asked him, you know, a really honest, like, you know, I really had to look inside myself and say like, well, you know, 
it's chaotic. What can I do? Like, what can I do to help? And he was really, it was really nice of him to, to, to give me a perspective because, you know, me with, with everything I brought into this life and everything I carry in this life, you know, and you guys know, I don't have to tell you, you know, just knowing this discussion, you know, your perception of, of your reality isn't necessarily the perception of everyone's reality. And I asked him, you know, what can I do? And it was a very validating conversation because he was like, you know, you're gifted in a lot of ways. You're gifted in it, but first and foremost, you're gifted, you know, being a martial arts instructor. So how can you use that avenue? So, I mean, that's my plan. I want to, you know, I want to reach out to, to kids that are underprivileged, you know what I mean? And, and I don't want to get too like, you know, too like, yeah, look at me. I'm doing all this charity work. Cause like, I, I love jujitsu. I love teaching jujitsu. And, and above all, I love training jujitsu, but if you look at the bigger picture and what can I do to contribute in a positive way to the entire situation that goes on, and in my opinion, in a positive way without choosing this side or that side, with just progressing what is important, I think reaching out to kids that are underprivileged, kids that are have a propensity uh, to, to veer off the path, um, Jiu-jitsu is a home and it's a safe place where they can where they can they can feel like they're part of something where they feel like you know they don't have to they don't have to stray off the path they don't have to be destructive to society right they don't have to be self-destructive above all and something that 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 makes them feel uh, that makes them feel validated as a human and and uh and and to be honest and to, to be real honest it's that's that's the next step in my chain that's what i want to do i want to reach out and offer what i have to you know to people that don't have it right. and that and to bring what i know and love and and all the all the great things that come with jujitsu um and and show that to the rest of the world and that's kind of what i'm doing but like to show that to the youth and show them that like, you know, show kids that like, you know, when I could step on a mat with a guy that has completely different views of, of, of the world than me, but we can share something. Right. It goes, Oh, we're not so different. And if you can take that and show a child that, I mean, Right. I so, hate to I hate to sound crazy, but like you you change in the you world. Can, absolutely, well, that's, absolutely, that's, that's impressionable, right? There. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And transformational. Yeah, so. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you know, two things. One, um, because I, I feel like you've made some softly self deprecating comments about <laughs> you know being selfish and this that whatever. And we've yeah. had this conversation before with Tony and I that uh, you know if you're doing something that you love you know, in, but it's helping people, you know, is it selfish or is it helping people? Well, mm. it's both. Mm. But if you can f find a way to do something that you love and help people, then no one gives a flying fuck where the yeah. chicken or the egg came first. No, you're right. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you're helping people, you're helping yeah. people. And yeah. if you can find jo enjoyment in that, then Hey, great. Like that's even yeah. better because yes. if you're, if you find enjoyment in it, then you're going to help people even more because you want to keep on going. Right. So right. 
maybe you're not giving yourself enough credit. <laughs> um, but the second part is, so you talked about kids, and I was actually going to, I wanted to ask you about that. Yeah. Do, so do you have kids' classes now, or are you not, lo you're looking to set them up, or how, how is that all going to work? So that that's a good question. It's like, so before all the COVID stuff happened, um, everything was in the works to, to kind of expand everything um, tenfold, you know. And, and now that we've gotten everything you know, we're, we're in the process. I won't say we're there, but, um, you know, things are settling down a bit, you know what I mean? Uh, and we're kind of getting back to, to normal or whatever semblance of normal you, you perceive this as, um, I haven't taught kids classes in the past, um, because I've always been focused on, and like I said, and like I said before, I've been focused on jujitsu as, the real martial art that it is. Okay. So I don't want, I don't have, I don't, I, I didn't have a capacity before to reach anybody that wasn't a serious competitor or to somebody that really didn't, didn't have the, the, the want to be there, I guess gotcha. in, a, in a strange way. Um, and to some regard, I still kind of have that attitude and um but I think jujitsu is so much bigger than that that like like I said I think everybody could benefit from it and um soon enough uh youth classes are in the works okay um it's a matter of kind of developing the curriculum and and getting the framework in place and um I really want to be sure with I I want to be sure what I what I'm putting out there is exactly what it should be um, because kids are so impressionable and uh, there's a big responsibility as far as I mean I'm a parent um, but there's a big responsibility I feel uh, when you when you start teaching kids classes it's not like I'm 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 just like throwing the kids on the mat like yeah start shrimping you know what I mean or like start you know do some monkey rolls or something like that. Um, I, I take it very seriously and I take what I teach people very seriously and I, and I'm very calculated in how I approach everything. Um, so, you know, short story long, I, uh, kids classes are in the works. Uh, they're coming very soon. Um, and I look forward to it and I look forward to, uh, to kind of contributing on that front. And, and I think that'll be even more of a powerful thing and, and kind of take, it'll take the Academy further. It'll take, um, it'll take Worcester locally in a, in a very good direction. I know a lot of, yeah. a lot of people have asked me, I get questions all the time. Like, Hey, when, when are your kids classes? You know what I mean? Right. I like, I, you know, I want to get my kid in some martial art. I want to teach them how to defend themselves. I want to teach them, some discipline and you know it gives them something to do that's fun and and i think jujitsu checks every single one of those boxes but it's a serious thing and it's a very serious thing that that you know in most kids and and the difference for me is most kids and you've talked to a lot of people they're like oh i did karate when i was little i don't want that I never did, and I don't want people <laughs> yeah. to be like, "Oh, I did jujitsu when I was a kid." I mean, maybe they did, you know. Maybe, maybe they're like, "Oh, I trained at Manchek Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu," uh, you know, when I was a kid, and and now I'm an adult, and I just didn't find it in my life, or they fell out of it. 
but it's something that like literally you could you could train you could keep with you all your life and that's why it's so important to me to make sure this is the right move and to make sure everything is exactly in line i'm i'm real i mean you can ask my wife i'm i'm very calculated on how i make moves and i don't right. make moves very often but when i do i want them to be exactly the right one and it probably goes back to like kind of how i um you know i mean jujitsu's left a big impression on me where it's just like the you know when i make a move it's got to be the right it's, one. Be the, it's calculated it, it's very and calculated I, not I, reckless and it can't be reckless because the um you're going to make the wrong moves even when you make the calculated ones. So you're going to have to take the littlest margin. Yes. You're going to have to take risks for sure. You right. got to move. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a precedence to move, but at the same time, and, and I think it goes back to, and, and like you were saying about the, about, you know, uh, about being, uh, about being, you know, kind of like self-deprecating at some point. It's funny because I always make, I always tell this story. So the reason, the reason I, the reason my gym is named the way it's named. So it's named man check Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. You could be perceived as being like, you know, oh, it's like, you know, it's like Trump tower. You know, you want the name out there, whatever, however you perceive that. But it's actually the opposite for me. Um, I see a lot of gyms and this doesn't, this doesn't mean anybody with the gym that doesn't have their name on it means anything. It's just this is my personal feeling and how I wanted to approach it. But a lot of gyms, it'll be like blah, 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 jiu-jitsu. And you're trying to find who's teaching this class. Who is this person? Who is the black belt? And they're hiding behind all this flash and all this, you know what I mean? Like killer jiu-jitsu out of blah, blah, blah. And I wanted it to be so upfront and transparent. It's man check Brazilian jiu-jitsu this is the instructor. I'm not hiding behind anybody. And it's kind of a callback to, so my instructor was Matt Waterhouse. His jiu-jitsu academy was called Waterhouse Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. His instructor was Eduardo Dudubaros. And his his academy was called Dudubaros Jiu-Jitsu. I mean, it's all through the lineage. I mean, part of it was that, but part of it was me being honest with myself and telling them like, this is who I am. This is what I'm doing. And I'm not hiding behind a name. I'm not marketing this as anything. It's not, um, because it's such a, in my opinion, it's such a jujitsu way to go about doing things. Be like, listen, it is what it is. You know what right. I mean? I'm not, I'm not anything. I'm not, and I'm everything I am. You know what I right. mean? And so, I think it, that's, that's a good point to boil it down to that. It's the way I saw that is, it's, Hey, this yeah. is, this is, my style of this. Yes. This is what you're going to get from yes. me. This is what you're going to get from Mike Manchek. Like yes. This is, it's not, you know, Gracie style of jujitsu by yes. Mike Manchek. Yes. You know, so, so I, 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 I think there's a lot of nobility in that. And the same thing going back to uh, the teaching kids, like, mm-hmm. you know, it has to be done right. If yes. something serious, you know, we're all, three fathers sitting on this table. And I think you, we all agree that when you have a child and you are teaching them something, the level of severity of how that, of what that thing is greatly changes mm-hmm. how it's taught. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. When yes. it's, when it's, Hey, I'm going to teach you how to catch a ball. 
we're going to throw the ball around, whatever. Or break a board. Or <laughs> break, <laughs> right. I'm but, telling you. you know, well, even like, even going further. So mm-hmm. like I throw the, my, my daughter is not the most athletic, quote unquote, athletically yeah. inclined person. Yes. You know, she does, she can catch a ball. She, right. she, we, we just played, you know, t-ball and we tried soccer and all yeah. the different things. But those things, it's, hey, you know what? If you, if you score a goal for the wrong team, whatever right but when i'm teaching you how to cross a road yes it's a whole different deal yes. now you know when i'm teaching you how to ride a bike on a backcountry road completely different deal because you yes. don't need to swerve your bike out into traffic or end up down in that six yeah. foot no, ditch absolutely you know and yeah. I, I especially coming from someone who obviously takes jujitsu very close to heart mm-hmm. um and, and from my understanding of it and to seeing how you know i've heard a lot of people i guess that's one reason I've gotten interested in it and mm-hmm. is you hear so many people saying how it changed their life and how it's so, it's like that, the technicality and, and the mental chess game. And mm-hmm. you can just leave it all out there for that, you know, time you're on the mat and yeah. all these different things I've heard repeated yes. by so many people. Yeah. Like I said, never been in the academy yes. before. I would love to. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm pretty flexible for a big guy, but I'm sure I yeah. get my ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when you hold something that severe yeah as a not necessarily a belief but you know constitute it's you want to teach it right and i and i can really appreciate that especially with kids and so to that one like what's the age that you bottom out teaching now is it just 18 and up or and then what's I don't know how much you can say about what your plans are going forward like what what are you looking at because obviously teaching an eight-year-old is a ton different from teaching a 10 or a 12 year old yes. and a 14 year old or 16. Yeah. You know what I mean, so that, that's, that's great. It's great, great question. Um, so as of right now, it's, um, it's obviously adults. Um, and a lot of that goes back to what you're saying. Um, and what we've been talking about this whole time, um, where as an adult, when you start jujitsu, it's just a sport. And a byproduct of that sport is self-growth and discipline and learning something that like really transforms you as a person and makes you question all the things you thought you were. As a kid, there's a responsibility for me to teach them how to be all these things first. And (laughs) jujitsu is a byproduct. (laughs) Right. That's Uh, tough. Because... Like I said, uh, and no offense to anyone, and I don't mean this in any in any bad way. There's a difference between catching a ball and breaking a board, and teaching a kid how to immobilize another human being or choke them unconscious. <laughs> I mean, there's a level of responsibility. I, yeah, I, I don't think you could anybody could take that in the wrong way. <laughs> there's a level of responsibility that comes with something as real as jujitsu that can't i in my opinion it can't be applied to anything else when when people are saying you know i want something for my kid to um to defend themselves i mean obviously i already made the argument that like there's no better form of self-defense in a broad sense i mean i it, it but you don't want that kid to exactly. get in trouble on a playground for so knocking you have, Billy out. You have a responsibility. Putting Billy a, unconscious. Yes. <laughs> Not knocking him out. But yes. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and it's the same thing we've been talking about where it's like um, 
if you're not careful and if you're a good instructor, and, and this kind of lends itself to all the conversations we had, whether it be every police officer should be a purple belt, right? You have a responsibility as an instructor to make your students understand the gravity of what they're capable of. Ooh, that's a good life lesson right there, just period. Yes. And <laughs> how, you know, it, it's a, that silly, you know, Spider-Man quote, probably been said before, but with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and um, among other corny quotes I've said during this whole thing, but... Oh, there's we are even not more, lack of corny quotes on oh, chronic curiosity, my friend. <laughs> there's even more. There's even more importance uh, to make sure, like I said, to make sure I'm doing it right. Because I, I get that question all the time. It's like, why aren't you teaching kids? Why aren't you teaching kids? Why aren't you teaching kids? Kids are not easy to teach. Kids are not easy to teach. Um, uh, you know, on on on, in a simplistic view, I'm not there to be a babysitter. Right. I have two little like hellions at home that are just like the light of my life right. that uh, take but demand a lot but of my your yes, absolutely. And I love kids. I love, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to teach kids, you know, in, in the near future, but I want to make sure that it's even more important when I teach kids, these moves that they're right. It's, it's everything's, right it's in the right order that i'm teaching things in the right order so everything comes out the way i expect it to be and that the kids understand their responsibility more so than any other martial art and more so than anything else they do because you always hear that like you know like you know this so this martial art teaches you know discipline and this and that and but I think it's it's almost like it's uh, it's this Hollywood version of martial arts that like you know if you sign up for a karate class you're just you're automatically disciplined or you're somehow the karate kid right. or or you're not gonna be the Cobra Kai kid or the kids you know bullying the other kids so there's a big level of responsibility that I'm teaching kids to have jujitsu in their life in a positive way and only a positive way and to never use it in a negative light because listen we're all we've all we're all guys we've all transitioned through the, those teenage years and those are trying years That's and we've brutal. all done stuff we're not proud of right <laughs> and we've all been people we're not proud of and imagine being a person that you're not proud of with a loaded gun at all times that's a very big responsibility. When I teach adults, that's on you. If you're if you're Kids a good a person mindset. or a bad person, I, I'm trying to push you in the direction of being a good person. But you're an adult, and adults make adult decisions, and adults have adult consequences. Now, as <laughs> and, a kid, and a lot of adults make really bad decisions. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But I think as a as a as a child, I think. Uh, you know, in a roundabout way, there's just a, there's a lot of responsibility on something like this. And, and there's a severity of what I'm teaching these kids um, that could help them tremendously in life and build confidence that they they're not the afraid of everything. But at the same time, I understand the bad side of that. And it's the same thing that people make the argument against, you know, 
uh, and I've heard good jujitsu players that that train that say like you know like if you if you teach all law enforcement guys you know like you're gonna get you're gonna teach these knucklehead cops how to choke people better or how to be better at what and and I understand the sentiment right. I do. And I think anybody who's ever trained or, you know, has a good head on their shoulders understands the sentiment there. But I think even more so it's it's um you wanna you wanna be you wanna teach them the right things and you and especially kids. I mean it's near and dear to my heart, and that's why it's taken me so long to get kids' classes going, because I don't wanna go about it really like I don't I don't I take it very seriously and it's right. a very, very big part of my life. And I'm not, I don't just teach to be like, Hey, what the hell? You know, if you hear me talk like in my mo like my everyday life, um, it probably sounds a little bit like that. Like, yeah, I go get beat up a couple times a week. Right. You know what I mean? But, but everyone does that. They, they yes, downplay it a little I, I, bit. I do. I downplay it. But at the same time, I mean, there's very few things that are as important as jujitsu in my life. Uh, and it's definitely more than a hobby. Uh, it's definitely more than a pastime in, in a, and I mean, to, to circle back to the kids thing, I just want to make sure I'm doing it right. And I understand that there's a big responsibility on my shoulders because this isn't breaking boards. Right. You know what I mean? It's channeling things right. through their life. And, and, you know, and that's why, you know, I've, I've heard, I don't know if I've ever I've never met anybody that I know has trained jujitsu mm -hmm. and has had something bad to say about it or right. has been that like puffed up, you know, oh, I'm going to yeah. do jujitsu and bragged about it. I've yeah. never, I've never met anybody that yeah. has really bragged about them doing jujitsu. It's always them bragging about jujitsu. Jiu yes. And that's what has, has continually, you know, caught my attention over and over again where i'm like man like and it's it even got to the point where it was it was even before tony had mentioned having you on where i text my wife and i was like you know what like it'd be really cool to get our kid um and 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 myself like i'd, I'd love to do it yeah i don't know why yeah. but i just i just know i just know i, I want to do it, it just set like Absolutely. everything i've heard about it like in the idea of it and the fact that i'm not going to get punched in the face like that's really cool too yeah. but like the technical and my i have a very engineering brain so like how things work and being oh, able to man. fit the pieces together and like yeah. so it sounds like that but i was like you know what like that sounds like something that'd be really cool to get our kid in yeah, too absolutely. and it was just uh, and it just i don't know i guess maybe I, I haven't met a bunch of people so i'm not saying like i know a ton of people that do jujitsu yeah. and everything else but no no everything i've heard about it yeah. it's like i mean like there's something different about that. Yes. Because you hear a lot of, yes. you meet people, oh, I do MMA. Oh, I'm a cage fighter. Ah, yeah, sure. yeah. I look at my American Confliction t-shirt. Can't you tell? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, right. Or whatever it is. So it's like, there's just something different about that. And so I, I can applaud you for teaching it to children. Yeah. Is a whole different, yes. you know, teaching children how to incapacitate somebody yes. and maybe you wouldn't necessarily have to go that far with it depending no. on the age but no um and, and it is and i and i would say you know with all that being said um i will say anybody you know that's that's 
thinking about getting their kid in jujitsu, what I you, the way I described it was, you know, it's probably a little brash, but at the same time, um, there are kids competitions. Uh, the rule sets are are set up so the kids are as safe as possible. Um, your kid's going to be more at risk playing football, probably more at rest, uh, more at risk wrestling. Um, Jiu-jitsu is a very safe sport uh, in the right hands. And I like the fact there's no weight classes too. Yeah. Because that makes – if it, wrestling can be an incredibly unhealthy sport. Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching guys wrestling in high school. Not, well, I not should, the actual I, sport. Yes. But the – needing to make yeah, that weight yeah. class needing well, to weight drop that weight is there like any aspect of that in, oh, in the kids jiu- there's jujitsu uh, well i mean probably to an extent there are kids weight classes um but um i would say the jujitsu culture probably is not so um heavily tied to like the wrestling culture like in 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 the youth aspect um now in in regular jujitsu all those weight cuts everything's still there i mean we still cut weight um, we used to look like we're on death's door when we go to a tournament. It's an unfortunate, it's an unfortunate so byproduct sad. of our sport. Um, it's probably the most unhealthy part of the sport to be completely honest with you. Um, but, but you don't have to do that if you're not competing. Yes, but exactly. <laughs> yes. You <laughs> can still have to give somebody yeah, more Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I would say, you know, it, it, it's like anything where, you know, jujitsu exists and, you know, things like situations exist that are less than ideal, right? Someone's going to exploit so, something if they can exactly. to make it work. It's always going to so trickle down. These things, we all can agree that these things exist, right? There are tools People. to be able to handle those <laughs> things, right? Right. Um, if you understand what these, how to handle these tools, would you rather have it or not have it? In my opinion, I would always rather have it. Right. You know, and I mean, we could be talking about anything. I, right now, I'm talking about jujitsu, but you could talk. You could be talking about firearms. You know what I mean? These things exist whether you realize it or not. You know what I mean? Just, despite it. what you think of them, uh, chaos will occur. You know what I mean? People. It's better to be prepared for it. And I, and in my opinion, and in my experience, the more prepared you are to handle yourself in this chaos, the better off you are in all aspects. Um, yeah. So, I, you know, yeah, I, I, I think um, I, I, I don't want to shy people away because I, I mean, I know I talked about it in a little bit of a brutal sense, but um, I, I think jujitsu is excellent for kids i think it's it's one of the best things you can you can get your kid involved with um but um i just want and not that you know this it is what it is what i'm talking but i just want um it's a looking i haven't really talked to anybody like about this kind of stuff because everybody that asks them just like yeah it's coming you know but um (laughs) and they don't understand why it's taking so long and it's um i want I want the kids to be in good hands. I think I'd be right. And I want it to be right because I, you know, my kids mean the world to me. And, you know, it's such, it's such an important thing to, to, to have an impact on some kid's life. Um, 
And if you're gonna, and if you're gonna, um, if you're gonna offer them something like this, something this powerful, you have to explain to them uh, what it is, what what they're capable of, what their limitations are, and and how this relates to the rest of their life. Yeah, I totally you know agree because I mean? it's, it's it goes back to that power. Yes, you know, it's there's one thing you know, baseball and basketball and mm-hmm. volleyball and. Uh, swimming, whatever it is, all those things can be mm-hmm. powerful to a kid's life. But s- when you're in a lot of different aspects of it, mm-hmm. one that, you know, we talked about the camaraderie and yeah. the, the social aspect of it. And, you know, just that, you know, those type of things are, I think I would guess, I would assume here I go. Yeah. Assume that you would agree that that's, even more powerful than any of the physical aspect of mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. But when you're when, once again, teaching kids or adolescents on how to have a lot of physical power. Yeah. You have to be careful there too. Yes. You know, so I think I, 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 I think it's, it's respectable really for the, it's what really you're important. Doing. And especially when you talk about a, uh, in a self defense, uh, self defense sense. Right. Um, and I think it, it, it calls to how, legitimate of a martial art and 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 a form of self-defense jujitsu is because especially in kids um and even in adults um i can teach somebody how to defend themselves um but they have to understand that it's so efficient jujitsu is such an efficient thing that you're going to transcend defending yourself very quickly and you're going to be getting into it. You're going to transcend that and you're going to go past the point of defending yourself where you're in the territory of you're, you're at the point of, of seriously hurting somebody and seriously like, like having repercussions that are beyond just you and just this specific situation with very um, minimal effort. <laughs> yes, with very minimal effort. And I don't mean that in like a sarcastic way or anything like that, but it's like that's why it's so near and dear to me to to really have a have a deep understanding and and really like look inside myself and and understand and and all all the people that train, you get it inadvertently, but with kids you have to explain it um that like when somebody taps, you stop. When you have to let, control that emotion. You have to control it, and it and it's just as important, right, as being, you know. And and if you've ever been to one of my classes, you know how I talk, and and I always talk about being first and being and leading the charge and being the aggressor and being in control of the situation. And when you're not doing everything in your power to get back in control until the tap comes and then it's done right you know what i mean Being able to let and go. having that power to do that is a is a very it's a very interesting thing and i don't think a lot of people talk about it because like especially when you teach kids like i could teach a kid how to you know if somebody's mounted on them i could teach them how to get out of the mount i could teach them how to reverse it um and then part of that is 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 getting through that and then before they know it they're on somebody's back and they have a choke in okay now you have the choke in. Did you, did you teach the kid anything at all after that? You know what I mean? Do you understand what you're teaching these, these, these kids? And, and 
and I don't mean to, to get in the weeds too much, but um, I remember being on Facebook one time and, and, and a friend of a friend, not definitely not going to name any names, but um, they were real critical about, I, I put a post up about, you know, I, you know, I'm teaching kids classes soon and it's strange. I mean, it's the way the internet works, of course, right? Social media. Oh, it's a um, <laughs> but they, they made a big point about like, you know, how, you know, kind of equating jujitsu to like how dangerous it is and how much of like, it, you know, it's like, you know, why would you teach your kids something like that? And it was the first time I was ever like, so face value, right? I'm like, you've never, you've never done anything difficult in your life. Like what, what are you talking <laughs> about? You know what I mean? It's the armchair quarterback of yep. the world, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're right. They're absolutely right. No, there are. is a precedence that, you know, and it really made me think like, man, and, and, and up until that point, to be completely honest with you, I never really, it never really crossed my mind. I was just like, I'm going to teach kids how to get out of situations just like I do adults. But then you understand that like, like, I mean, to be frank, oh shit, like, there's probably going to be kids that are a little unstable coming through my class that uh, like I have a uh, responsibility to some cons like to some regard uh, to, to help them, uh, you know, control what they control that anger to control that ego to control all the stuff. I all the same stuff. I can, I help adults control inadvertently. You have to directly control with children right but it's a huge piece of it is that with yeah with great power comes great responsibility Absolutely. but if you can teach children how to do that yeah to understand that they have this power, think of the person you're going to make yeah yes it's exactly yeah. where i was going with that if yes. you can teach them that hey i am giving you this it's power amazing. and now i'm going to teach you how to responsibly control it and yes. what it can really do and yes. all the things going in the line and then going back to the being that aggressive and being, mm -hmm. you know, having control of a situation mm -hmm. and being able to manip not manipulate, that's a terrible word for what I would, but to yeah. control it and to direct a situation mm -hmm. until you get that tap. Yeah. Well, control and, and, and manipulation are two very, they're very close. They are. Together. Yeah. And it depends on how you approach. Yeah. Them. I didn't want to use the word manipulation because no, no, no. it has You're a very, exactly right. Well, it's an important term to bring up. In most this, people in don't understand context. the definition yeah, properly no, no, though. No. You know what I mean? Most no, times I manipulation. Get it, I get it. I get it. But what I'm saying is that you can, if you can teach somebody to have that aggressiveness and have that control yes. and be able to get to the situation where they get that quote unquote tap, but mm -hmm. even you equate that to life where, that's the the control is not mm -hmm. the the aggression the control is not getting the person in the chokehold yeah the control is when they tap yeah saying okay yes and backing away it, like if you can completely. teach that to people yeah and under and and then teach them to realize that they have that power yes to me that just is and that's what I was touching on. Like, like it's it's a, it's important to to realize that because I mean I think everybody's that it's ever trained has been in that situation where like you know like it, it's it this is real stuff and and you're really dealing with a very serious thing and you could really hurt somebody. Um, so it teaches you to be emotionally responsible. Yeah. And and as a coach and as somebody that that runs a gym. Um, 
I'll tell you, it happens a lot where guys get emotional when they're rolling and they're, they're out to hurt each other. They're teammates and they've lost sight of that. And it happens. It, it definitely happens, especially when we're having a, like a competition style class and mm -hmm. we're really going hard and they're really going at each other. And the one guy's getting the best of the other guy and he's just giving them all he's got, you know, and you get emotional. Yeah. And to, in my opinion, some of the most important moments I've had in life have happened on the mat. Um, I remember I, I, I had a breakdown when I was like a, a blue belt or purple belt, probably blue belt. Um, my instructor beat me up so bad and I'm, and it sounds funny now, but so bad that I like, I was literally looking around like, what the hell was that about? You know what I mean? And, uh, I remember going out to my car and I had like a breakdown. I like I I did I never experienced anything like that in my life. I've never been in a situation where I have that much loss of control. And it was such an important lesson for me that I don't think most people have ever touched where it was just like complete ego dissolving. And there's very few things in life that can make you do that. There are different things other than oh. jujitsu, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. But if you if can have, have that there, in that controlled in environment. In a controlled environment, it's so, so Like, important. what does that do for your the rest of your life? Oh, I was, you know, to, I mean. You know what I mean? To I'm lose, a black belt today because of that. Right, like to lose that control. Yes. But at the same time, to be able to go back the next day and be able to have that control. And then the next, be able to go back and, and then to be able to get to the point where you have all of the control and then that person taps and then they have the control to stop and then to be able to have all of that in that environment yes. and then go out to your real life i can only yeah. imagine well think about um, like I'm, the, I'm just like psychological repercussions right that's that. what i'm yeah. saying i'm just imagine having totally all projecting. that in your head and this is like every jujitsu practitioner that's ever been on a map for an extended period of time or i would argue anybody that's ever got a belt promotion in jujitsu You've had this thought in your head and you've dealt with these very, very complex emotions um, as it, it, and I don't mean to be not inclusive, but I'm just talking about my personal experiment experience as a man. Um, and I mean, above all as a human, but having that, that kind of, that, Especially nowadays, it's so it's so crazy to hear everybody talk and stuff like that because I know they've never been in a situation like I've been in, just on at least on the mats in that context. But, um, you know, like all those complex emotions we're talking about, and then going into a place like let's say you go to a bar and somebody wants to start shit with you, do you really think like you're gonna have any? <laughs> and, that, and this is just a, this is just like a, a sneak peek into like like the thought process, this is why this stuff is so powerful because like you've been past the point of where, you know, you can defend yourself to the point where you're the aggressor again. Right. So, you know, when you need to pull back and you're like, I'm going to seriously hurt somebody. And when you've had those tough rounds where you laid it all out, you left everything on the mat and you've got emotional and you thought about ripping somebody's leg off. I've done it. I've been there. I've been there, you know, unfortunately I've been there, uh, you know, as a brown belt, I remember being there and, um, against somebody that was not as skilled as me that meant no harm, that was just training hard. And it's just like, man, but at the same time, what a great experience, what a great thing to have to 
cross that plane to be to become a better individual to become somebody better and and yeah everybody asks like you know like you know everybody makes that comment like you know we're you know you go into like a situation where you're like you know nobody's starting a bar fight or like you said like those people that are like highly skilled like they're the last people you got to worry about like getting in a fight or anything like that and that's why well, it's, it's because you've been in the situation where like you're skilled enough where you have the power to be the person that's starting the the engagement why and you and the why <laughs> yeah. that's exactly it and um yeah it all circles back so dude I, I love what you guys said about emotional responsibility and then that emotional accountability that goes along with it and uh i mean just kind of you know not to segue or jump from what I said before segue wherever and, and the hell you an, want another bro. analogy, but just going back to, to people in general today, man, if, if they possess that emotional uh, responsibility, like the arguments might be more fueled by facts or by understanding. And then there facts. would be an accountability of, of that emotion. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that a lot of these arguments would even exist and or start. Uh, well, Cause great. people are just talking. I mean, what's facts these days? What are we talking about? Right? What are you talking about facts? <laughs> well, there's, there's a there's a few right, you people want, that you still want use a facts. segue. Yeah. Let's talk about aliens. <laughs> <laughs> there's a segue. Okay. <laughs> Please let's no? not. All right. How about I? I so I, I um. There's a rumor that you are a quite a musician as oh. well. You said you were a guitar. You said you were a guitar yeah, player, and then guitar now you're doing. Then time. you start doing karate. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I, that's my life in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, I played guitar. I did a little karate, and then. Uh, I, think, yeah. I think there's a few more things there. I think welder, philosopher, <laughs> uh, we've afi- seen aficionado of literature. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. A, a modern day Renaissance man. If yeah, you yeah, yeah, man. I, you know, I and I had uh, to be honest. Like I um like I said, I was, I'm real eclectic, you know, I like a lot of different things, but I got it honest from my, from my dad. Uh, he's a super, he was a super eclectic guy. He, uh, he, you know, taught me that you don't, you don't have to be that, you don't have to be this person because he was never that, like this guy. And I saw so many other people that were just like, singular you know what i mean and he was like that's so sad i do this i do this i do this sounds so boring his dad was like that too and it sounds like you know i'm in a company of a lot of people that do a lot of different things i i have i've said multiple times i'm really good at being mediocre at a lot of things (laughs) but i'm not great at any one thing i think i think purposefully though like people will surround themselves with other people that are that are like that because Going back to kind of what you were saying about surrounding yourself by those people that influence you to be better people or yes. to pursue, yes, you know th- those things which interest you, or yeah. you know y- you can branch out and be that that Renaissance man and mm-hmm. not be defined by a singular yes. vocation or hobby or yeah, so, or a perception of who you are based on other people or like you know in a really simplistic term. Like what people think about you. Yeah. You know what right. I mean? I do what I like and I, I like what I do and I don't care what people think. I, I How long did it take you to get there? How long how, where, where, where where did where did that come? I tell you what, it came relatively early. Um I mean I was never you know, I was kind of a dork growing up. I was like a video game nerd, I was kind of a fat kid, you know, and I uh so I never like entered into the social sphere as having to i was already at the bottom so who cared i was like funny to my friends and uh and to people around me and i think it carried forward um i I remember 
so I was like, I was, I've always loved music. I've been playing guitar since I was like 10 years old or before that. Um, I was Did you just pick band. it up or is it your dad or? Uh, my dad loved music, but he never played an instrument. Uh, he was actually, he was actually the, um, the light guy for a bunch of bands, like a bunch of like local bands. So he had all musician friends. Front so row seats yeah. all the time. <laughs> so, uh, and he was a great man. Uh, but I, um. I got into, I started playing guitar when I was like 10. Um, and then I went from there and I, and, and like I said, like he's a big reason I was so eclectic because in high school, um, I played sports a little bit and I was friends with all like the people that played sports. Um, but I had a metal band and at this, I remember, so this is like, this is how I didn't care about any of that stuff. It was like, I was in a metal band and we, we played at a battle of bands at Peabody's when I was in a metal band. And then very next weekend I was in a musical in my high school. Oh man. I've I was there. I've I was the lead. There. I was Henry Higgins in my fair lady. I was like, the well, lead I wasn't in a musical, but I, played, I uh, but literally, band. <laughs> so for a long time, I mean, you know, he is a renaissance man. He's doing I, I, it all. I never really, I never, I just kind of did what I wanted to do. And I, I tried to treat people as, I mean, I know I didn't treat everybody in my life the best I could, but in, uh, uh, I tried to, I really did. And I didn't mean any harm by it, but I guess that's a different conversation. Getting a little deep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, uh, I, um, <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I just kind of like, I, I went after what I, what I liked and it, it, it kind of washes into today, today. Like, you know, I, I love jujitsu, so I explored it more. And obviously like I found a lot, a lot about myself and a lot about like people in general and like, oh, this is cool. Uh, same can be said for music. Um, I met a lot of really great people in music that I probably wouldn't meet without music. Um, and you know, everything in between, like everything I've ever done in between. I mean, and, and everything going forward. I mean, I hope there's some new endeavors that I haven't discovered yet that I'm like, I would hope so. on, on the verge get of busy living or get busy dying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's weird too, because like being like, you know, like eclectic and liking so many different things. Jujitsu is strange because it doesn't allow you to move on. You can't cut it off and move on to something else because if you do, you can't come back right. because if I'm a black belt now and I just quit training and go to like explore what I like, Oh, I'm going to be a, you know, a professional archer or something like that. And I'm like, I'm not going to train anymore. I got to put all my time into that. When I come back to jujitsu four or five years later, I'm going to be like a purple belt, like a, probably a kind of out of shape purple belt. And it, it, we have this saying in jujitsu, uh, when you rest, you rust Ooh. and you could apply that to everything in life. Uh, you know, and I have a great friend of mine, Jay Nance, that has told me so many nuggets of knowledge. Uh, I mean, I, I owe so much to that guy. Um, probably one of my, like on my personal Mount Rushmore of jujitsu influencers, he's definitely <laughs> up there. Um, but I mean, he always told me, he's like, you know, like I can be beat up off the mat or I can be beat up on the mat. I'm still, it's all going to be the same. So it just, it motivates him to get up every morning and go get after it. And that guy has been through hell, you know, physically. I mean, he's had countless surgeries and he's still going at it. And, uh, 
And everybody in my gym that I train with, you know, it's just like, you know, everybody's dealing with a different battle and everybody has an excuse not to be there every single day. Right. And, uh, but we're all here. You know, everybody that showed up today is here. You know, even even just sitting at this table right now, you know what I mean? Like, we probably all had a million excuses, like, oh, I had something else to do, you know what I mean? But, like, once you're doing it, there's nothing else you'd rather be doing, you know what I mean? And it, and it's such a transformative thing, you know? So, I don't know. Yeah, it's... <laughs> I, 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 that was a little too... I know. No, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll <laughs> no there, yeah, there's no, there's no ends or there's no guardrails no. in here. I mean, trust me, if you listen to any of this, and, the, and we were only, what, seven deep. <laughs> that, uh, we'll go wherever, but I, I'm kind of jealous of that. Um, and at the same time, I, you know, it's it when I see these people that seemingly have found what their thing is in life, and even if they they do all these other mm-hmm. things, it's like I've been doing some contemplation because you know prior to this conversation yeah. and understanding um, the minimally as it were what it takes to be you know a black belt in jujitsu and yes. be able to teach other people those things um and understanding that the the time dedication it takes for that and i look at that and i'm like i, I couldn't do that like because i like doing this i like mm-hmm. doing this i like doing this i like mm-hmm. doing this and this and this and then seven years later i'm gonna go back around and i'm gonna do these other things i'm gonna find something else mm-hmm. i'm gonna start a podcast I don't know. Maybe <laughs> no, you're exactly so like right. I, it, it in one hand I'm like I I really relish the fact of being able to find my my niche, niche yes. whatever it is. But and then sometimes I'm like, well, I don't know, maybe this is it right here. Yeah. Like I'm every single day like Oh my god. That's, that's crazy, man. Every <laughs> single time I we do one of these. Yeah. I get more and more excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like being able to have these talks and discussions with yeah. people, especially in a day where discussions and communication mm, doesn't yes. happen. What, what do you say, Tony? Is it the, I know you've used the, the one phrase that the worst thing about communication is the illusion that it happened or yeah. something like that. <laughs> like, Dude, but man, I, I'm kind of going back to focus on what you were saying and what you were saying and the eclecticism. And, you know, you're, you're like, how do I decide what I want to do? Mm-hmm. You know, I have to devote this much time to something that, you yeah. know, uh, you know, if I, if I don't do it, we're I'm talking become... about it. We're talking about from the, uh, from the man himself here. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> yeah. Not at all, man. Teach it, us. That, that obviously, <laughs> if you don't do it, you're going to become rusty. But yeah. I, I'm kind of focusing in on those things where, you know, how are you deciding which, uh, you know, which things in that in that volume of eclecticism to pursue? And and seemingly, I'm, I'm trying to focus on what it is that you know both you guys are doing that I'm doing, and it's uh, it's it's the things that drive you, the things that push you, but it's also the things that that you know kind of drive and affect mankind in a positive manner. Mm. And so it seems to be that you guys have somehow focused on these things. That you said, how does this benefit mankind? But in the same sense, it's it's almost uh, symbiotic because it, it drives you, it fuels you, and it, and it kind of makes you happy. Um, but what you're focusing on is how do I pour into these other people? Um, and I, I don't, I don't think that's coincidence. I think both of you guys are considerably smarter than that to just call it coincidence. So, 
That's that's pretty darn cool. I mean, it just kind of happened. Well, <laughs> it, it did, but it didn't, man. Because what I'm saying is, you you could have chosen a bunch of other things. You could have chosen to focus on your career. Uh, you know, yeah. at, at, at the company you work for, you could have chosen to be a That's welder. True. You could have chosen to pursue Which music. Which isn't an easy task either. Cause I, I know a little, <laughs> I know I'm extremely mediocre at that. Yeah. <laughs> at best. But, but so, so let me, let me follow up with this question yeah. and maybe, and, and I feel like, you know, you say that in jest, but obviously I, you guys are very, uh, you know, self-aware. You're very cognizant of the decisions you make. You're analytical, you know, going back to what you were saying, you're emotionally responsible. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. H- how did, how did, do you, you know, how, how do you, how did you guys make those decisions? Do you think? And maybe this goes back to your father, you know, some of the things that he did through that eclecticism that said, Hey, you know, I'm going to pursue these things, but I'm going to do the things that truly matter in life. You know, maybe this goes back to, to you and going, mm, you know what? I hated people, but what did I get from hating people? I didn't get too much. So, you know what? Let's try something different. Maybe I'll try engaging people. Maybe I'll try having having them sit down at a podcast and figuring out what drives them. And through that, that's how I was able to influence people. So it's, it's both of you guys far away. I would say it's three things for me. Uh, three things in, in, in particular. So, like, on a base level, it was, like you said, from my dad being being able to free yourself from the confines of like, you are this person, Mm. you are allowed to like this and this, and you listen, we all know people that are, I'm this guy, I'm not that guy. And I like what I like. (laughs) And that's it. You (laughs) know what I mean? I drink Bud Light, you know, since I could drink and that's all I'm drinking. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's just like, God forbid you'd have a a Tecate, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know what I mean? But, um, yeah, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) it's the ability to allow yourself to expand it's the ability to follow what you're passionate about when you wake up in the morning, what gets you excited, what makes you like, oh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm about that. And sometimes, at least for me, it's hard to find. And when I can't find it, I, you know, that's when you kind of get a little depressed. That's when, like, you're having a dumb day. It's when you can't find your passion that day. Oh. And... I would implore some everybody and the way you the way you sort that out so it's the ability to allow yourself to expand on on who you think you are and what you're capable of it's the ability to follow your passion and find your passion every single day and the third thing and the most important thing and I'll and I'll, I'll quote you know our, our patron saint Jocko <laughs> <laughs> discipline equals freedom it's the discipline and that's what allows you because a lot of people have those first two but they don't have the third one and that's how you know and listen i am not i'm not being pompous i'm not you know you know toot my own horn or anything like that but that's how you're able to have and a lot of people ask me this and you know i mean to some days i don't know how i do it but um that's how you're able to to take jujitsu from a hobby to a black belt while still having another job, while still playing guitar, while still doing this and still doing that. It's about discipline. It's like anything. Tony, how do you have time to work out? You do all this other stuff. You're like you look at them like you're crazy. Like, I don't I just I do. It's I discipline. Do it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, I know what I have to do and I do it. You know what I mean? 
And I think if you apply that to everything in life, um, you know, you're going to have down days. You're going to have days where you lose that passion, where you lose your focus. You know what I mean? But everything else saves it when you know, and, 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 and it's kind of, it's kind of cathartic in a lot of ways because the two other things will save the one thing days where you lose that passion, where you lose your focus on your passion, the ability to be like, or when your passion brings you down, when you're like, man, I suck at jujitsu today. Like when you get beat <laughs> up on the mat and you're like, you're like, I, I don't even know what I'm doing, man. And, and jujitsu is a great example of that. But days when you either can't find your passion or you failed at what you're passionate about, the ability that you can you can be whoever you want to be and you can expand and you're not, I'm not just a black belt. I am not just a jujitsu fighter. I'm a lot of different things to a lot of different people and a lot of different pieces of this world. The first part is important to rec rectify the second part. The third part is the action, the discipline to fix that and the discipline to, uh, to fix the things that are problems. And, and everything kind of plays, in my opinion, when you're lacking discipline, you have to find passion. When you're lacking and you're feeling like you're stuck in one lane, you have to remember that like I'm a lot of different things. You know what I mean? You have to find a new avenue. Um, and to me, those things, those three things play off of each other in, in you know, not a dichotomy, but like you can um, be a trichotomy. Trichotomy. The other day. Boy, I'm stuck. <laughs> like again, talking about my pay grade. But uh, I, uh, I think they play off of each other, and yeah, and sure. and that's and it, if you if you have those three things every single day, and you think about those things every single day, man. I don't know how you could have a bad day if you go through those. And if you do have a bad day, use one of those tools to fix it. So ju yeah. just in short, yes. just summarize those real yes. quick as, as just as terse as you can. Let me yes. hear it. Okay. Things. So, uh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, um, you know, be passionate about what you do. Um, be, be disciplined in what you do. And, uh, be aware that you can be whatever you want to be. All of it. And 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 anytime you lose sight of any three of those things, go back to the other one. You know what I mean? Reset. Go back to one. <laughs> That's good. Oh um, man. <laughs> oh. Sucks to follow that up, Fred. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm just playing. No, dude, it's very individual. I don't know. So I just kind of. Uh, uh, but that's the thing. It's like you. Uh, you know, and go, I'll, I'll go. I'll go the three point thing. No, um, you don't have to go. With three no, I'll go. I'll go the three. It is, you know, <laughs> well, I know there was kind of things it. attached to that. Sure, sure. So, um, it was. You know, you mentioned me like, hey, I hate people. And then this isn't working out so well for me. Hated, hated, hated people. Hated people. Yeah, <laughs> he, he wore the T-shirt the last episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I have a T-shirt that says some. Was it? Um, this is what I do. I drink bourbon. I hate people, and I know things. And it has like this giant like grizzly bear just <laughs> hey, with like I'm a cup of bourbon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, but no, I, I that was kind of it. Was when I woke up from that, going sure. basically, you know, I'll try to stay in the same. I'll try to stay in the same format. When I was going down a path and that path wasn't working out, it's going, okay, maybe I need to change my direction. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of that connection there. It was, okay, this isn't working. If something's not working, change it. You know, simple as that. If, if you're not happy with something, change it. Yeah. 
um, I was miserable with my life. So I changed it. So how did you change it though? Well, we, we I talked, getting that. yeah, that's, and that, that's, that's, a, that's a lot of work. So, you know, to change it, I, I think I've just recently discovered something that's, that's really neat. I think this was, um, Aval Ravikant that mm-hmm. talked about this. Awesome. Um, awesome dude. He, um, he, he made the point of if whenever you're, whenever you need to do, say you have five things you need to do. If there's one thing on that list that you want to do, do it. Never, you know, like if, that. yeah, if, if there's something, if there's some things you need to do, obviously there's, there's things within life and family and, you know, your job that, and he goes on different constraints, mm-hmm. whatever. But if there's something that you, that you need to do and that you have a desire to do at that point in time, that's the time to do it. Mm. Do that because you're going to be more efficient. Mm. You're going to do a better job at it and it's going to have better outcome because you are excited to do it because yes. you have the passion to do it. Yes. So whenever, you, if there's something you want to do, whenever you have that desire to do it productively, productively do it then. Yeah. Don't say, well, I'll do that tomorrow because I have to do this thing. If say you have two things that are need to be done in five days you go, well, I don't want to do this one, so I'll just get it over with. Yeah. If you're really excited to do the other one, do that one now. Mm. And then you'll be left with well, you'll be left with one thing that was done really well and efficiently and yeah. probably quicker. Right. And then then you'll have four days to go, well, okay, there's that one other thing out there. I can chip away at that one and have anything yes. else to do. You know, so that was that was a big thing. It was like, oh, like, because I'm I'm a guy that has 10 projects going on at all times. So if there's one thing, if there's one time where I'm like, man, this is one project I want to do, but I should do this other project. Well, I don't only have to do that one. So I'm going to do the one I want to do. It's, it's more fun. It's more enjoyment. It's I'm a happier person. Yeah. So then it goes down to the next one was you talked about discipline equals freedom. Um, I really like that. And I will marry that with, um, with just my life is, um, honesty equals freedom yeah. like honesty to yourself that's to where everything. it starts okay. okay it's it's got to start with yourself because if you're not honest yeah. with yourself you ain't gonna be honest with anybody else and then it's living that on it and, and honesty really i think a lot of times can be married with discipline yeah. because if you're not being honest you're not being disciplined no. and if you're not disciplined you're not really on on there's they're, obviously they're shades of gray other, but yes. they play off of each other so that's kind of like those are my three things that have got me to where I'm at is, you know, be honest with yourself, you know, f- again, follow your passions, kind of the same line of yeah. if, if there's something you need to do and you want to do it at that point, do that because it's going to be more efficient, yeah. you know, and then when you're going down that path and you're going, I don't really like this path, find a new fucking path. So, I mean, they're all, all those kind yeah. of three things kind of, they really resonated with, yeah. resonated with yeah. me when we said that. I mean, the man of eclecticness and the, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know the word. I told you, I don't know <laughs> no, these words. Where, what is, uh, like what's your advice? Mine? Hold on a second. Let me ask you one quick follow-up question okay. both of you after hearing what you sure. said. So, dude, going back to Naval, I think Naval quoted Confucius when he was on Rogan and he said, um, every man has two lives. Um, oh yeah. He, yeah. He said every man has two lives. Um, when he, he, he only starts living basically when he realizes he has one, hmm. you guys live in your one. 
I know that's a kind of a deep question. I don't mean to to just spot it out there so flippantly. Yeah, well, I yeah, it was like one. He the only was it the Everyman has two lives, and he only starts living once he realizes he's on his last one or something like that. It was so, yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, it says but, we have two lives, and the second begins when we realize we only have one. That there you go. There yeah, that okay. was yeah. Wow. Yeah, when I heard that, I was like. Do you feel like you guys have realized that you know you have that one? I mean, it's from my perspective. You know, I, I've known you for a little while. I've known you for a little while. Yeah. I, I've kind of seen where you've where you've gone after you know three yeah, hours, half right. hours. Man, it, it's <laughs> awesome to kind of break this down. Like, I I feel like you guys are probably realizing you've got the one and and you're going after it. So, I mean, what do you think from a you know a personal? level mine absolutely i mean i have gotten it was an area it was a transition period mm -hmm. that took a little while but there's little bullet points along the way and then finally once you start realizing you're putting all these bullet points behind you and you're able to look back and go whoa like this is it yeah i've you know i've i'm i'm realizing that i have arrived because i realize I will never really arrive, mm. but this is as good as it's going to get. And yeah. I, I only got, I only got ahead of me. Yeah, and I can't change that. So, yeah, when you realize it, I, yeah, no, you're exactly right. I, but I would, I would counter, you know, and I'm not a philosopher or anything like that. But uh, something like that is, it's hearing something like that is profound. But at the same time, like. I mean, I guess going back to the, to like my first little point, um, I live my life like I could live a thousand lives. Like I'm a thousand different people and I can be at any moment and not in a schizophrenic sense, <laughs> but in, uh, in a way that, uh, you know what I mean? I think too many people are like, you got one life to live and you can only be that person. Uh, I don't think people realize um, life is short. We all realize that. And especially when something happens that reminds you how short life is. Um, I'll tell you what, me personally, and just my own experience in this life, um, you know, I, I brought up my dad earlier and it was a big impression on me. But when I, when I lost my dad, um, it really shocked me into thinking how short life is. And we all like to think, we all like to paint it in a poetic way. So like, the rest of my sh story should have been, uh, so since I know how short life is, I live, started living my life, you know, better. But it actually kicked me back to the opposite where I was, uh, you know, I was real depressed about it when I was just like, man, everything's so finite. Um, so I will say I, I did, I did not the opposite, but I, um, I, instead of living my life like there's like you know you live two different lives and you realize there's this this is it um i i am open to starting a new life every single day i am open to opening a new chapter in my life every single day i wake up um sometimes that's hard because like i said it's easy to lose your passion it's easy to lose your discipline and it's easy to lose, lose sight of 
your ability to become somebody different of who you've already been. Um, like, who am I to start this? Because I'm already this. And I'm, who am I to start this? Because I'm however old. Right. But I would say that's the difference between the lives. Yeah. It's the idea that and I'm sure the logic like you said, still I can, applies across I can the board. Be whatever I want to be. But meet my perception. Yeah. Be. My perception of it, I have to frame it in my mind to be like, and just because of, of all the interactions I've had and, and especially with with having a gym and like I said, like I'll I'll meet these thirty year old guys that are like, Oh, you know, I'm an old man or they were like an athlete in high school and I'm like, You're 31 you know what i mean like you have no you know what i mean you had knee surgery when you were like 22 like big whoop you know what i mean i got people in here that are way worse off than you that are still getting after it that it still started the next chapter in their life yeah and um yeah i mean that's that's it's all i mean that's that's a powerful quote for sure and i and it resonates with me but in 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 a little bit of a different way where I, uh, you know, I'm ready to start a long journey in anything at any point. Well, you know I think I, mean? I think to me, so Doesn't to me, that's throw that's, me off. No, yeah. to me, that's how the realization is, and that's that second life is. Mm. Well, dude, hold the, on. The, oh yes, the, the realization yes. that one glass, one life, one glass, twelve thousand lives in there, yeah. ten thousand lives in there. <laughs> like you, you can look at it like that. Right. Yeah. It's 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 the realization yeah. that wow. I, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe this is a terrible analogy too, or a terrible perspective of it, but it's, I, when you stop realizing that you have to be what you should be or what mm. everybody else wants you to be, or what you thought yes. that you should be yes. throughout your day, it's, it's, you realize I can be who, who I need to be and what I need to be and who I need to be, it, you know, regardless of your profession or, you know, where you're living or any of these little minute yeah. things. It's yes. when you start living your life, like yeah. it's your last. Yes. Moment. Yes. Or when you start living your life, like you could have a thousand ones where mm -hmm. you just start yes. living the, the, the uh, time where you start living absolutely. your life. And, and, and that is such a good point. That is such a, it's such a solid point because it's like, um, um, you know, you could, you could approach that two different ways, right? You could be like, uh, you know, some people would take that as, as being like, you know, life is short. You only have so much time, so you better get after it. You better get going. Cause like before too long, you're not going to have time. And like I said, my perspective is like, um, you know what I mean? There's so much time to do things. You know what I mean? I have so many, you know what I mean? I could be a black belt over. I could be a black belt on another martial art. Another, <laughs> you know what I mean? But I see it from that lens because of my interactions. And I'll be honest, like I started jiu-jitsu when I was like probably like 20, 21 or so. And when I was that age, man, after high school, it was like after high school, my band broke up man i was low you know what i mean and i was like <laughs> i found this thing i remember the ultimate. i feel like if you're not low from the ages of 17 to 24 yeah, well, there's to something wrong with you're trying you. to figure <laughs> it out right and i yeah, was like if you're uh, on top of the world at 22 you yeah have, it's, you have a coming you have a world, world of hurt probably some hallucinogenics involved <laughs> yes yes um <laughs> yeah. but uh 
but yeah, I mean, I was like, I was selling myself short at that age. And then once I, you know, got through that and it's just like, and I'll be honest, I, 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 I pull a lot of inspiration from, um, like I said, the people I surround myself with, uh, the people, there's a lot of sage wisdom I get from the people that I train with every single day. Um, guys that are older than me that look up to me as a, as a technician and as an instructor that it's just, I love that word. um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's really important. It's really important to, um, see that perspective. And, and I say this all the time to my guys in my class after class, cause it's like, it's like this, it's this therapy session after every single class, I swear. <laughs> and everybody's late going home and everybody like, Oh, I gotta go. And they say that and then they stay another hour. But, um, um, you know, especially I see people starting over and starting a new chapter in their life so many times at, at what I do at my academy that it forces me to not box myself in, right. to be like, that's beautiful. I know a guy that started jujitsu when he was 60 yeah, that's and beautiful. he's a blue belt and he'll get his purple belt soon. And it's. Look, will he get the black belt? I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. If he works hard, you know what I mean? I would love to give him his black belt. And I would love to to tie it around his waist and, and to, to let him get that validation because he started at such a late age and had the courage to come in there. Odds were against him. Everything was against him. I mean, everybody else his age w would have packed it in. And... He's been such a source of inspiration and such a source of wisdom and such a source. I mean, you find these mentors in your life in the strangest places. And I think um, sometimes it takes a little bit to realize that they're there and you have to be willing to listen to what they say and to take what they say into consideration. And, right. and a lot of times... A lot of times, especially in my position, like I'm a mentor and I don't realize it. So you have to be careful what you, you know, where you're guiding people and you have to be an example, a good example right. of well, like, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you said, I think you, you kind of hit on it and you said, and I'm going to, I'm going to change your words a little bit. Yeah. No. So you said you, people that are starting over and then, you know, people that start new chapters and maybe it's just sometimes you just have to end the chapter. Mm. You don't start over. You yeah. just start a new chapter. And I feel like that's been a, yeah. I feel like that's been a meme on, you know, on, yeah. you know, some middle-aged woman's wall for yes. a long time. Yes. <laughs> no, offense. What's her name, Karen? <laughs> no, come on. Don't go there. <laughs> so, but I think that's, it's, it, so you don't have to, sometimes you don't have to start. Sometimes you do have to start over. Yes. I've, I've been there. Yeah. You know, sometimes you have to start, sometimes you have we to start over that. at 15. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you have to start over at 30. Yes. Sometimes you need to start over at 60, mm -hmm. but maybe you can just start a new chapter. Mm -hmm. um, and on that point, we're, we're pushing four hours now. No, we're good. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> any last things, Tony? Uh, Cause I think may, I mean, maybe we just need to do a, a, part dose oh i'm at some game point. for a part dose um yeah, yeah so i know um dude real real quick yeah like I let, said, me, I want, let me I want, let me dumb this down real quick yes, because we've been yes. pretty uh pretty philosophical if you will yes. uh pretty pretty uh solving world problems if you yeah, will I know. dude two <laughs> things two things hit me with them real quick okay so 
One move. I just gave you three. One submission. Like, dude, oh, here we go. Okay. What, what is it? What, I remember what it used to be. I remember you told me this at the okay. brewery when we were drinking one time. Number two, uh, which teammate, student, whatever you want to call them, not, not fun. When you see him coming up, you're like, whoo, yup. This, is, <laughs> this isn't going to be fun. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Oh, boy. So, I guess uh, first, first, I mean, uh, you know, and I, if you come to any of my classes, you know how, how fond I am of some of these positions, right? But um, no matter how big you are, no matter how, how, how strong you are, everybody goes to sleep when you cut off their blood supply to their head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's true. It's like not it, very eloquent. Yeah. All right. No, but, but, that's uh, extremely effective. Yep. Uh, chokes are king. I mean, <laughs> yeah. they really are. So, um, you know, the rear naked choke is the, is the submission. I, mean, ah, I, mean, I told uh, you. N- not, not the, not the, was it the Darcy? <laughs> uh, Darcy's nice. It's a nice choke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, you know, I mean, I'm, that's my philosophy in jujitsu. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, the the problem with the with being on somebody's back is like they can't attack you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or I guess their problem. It's not my problem. <laughs> um, and boy, oh people, oh there's a laundry list. I'm gonna tell you of yeah. guys I I get ready to roll with, and uh, it's well, like oh either, no. either give me one or give me give me top three and just rattle them off. Oh man, and that's no offense to to the guys that didn't make the no, top three list. There's a lot I, of guys. I know you got some warriors. I know you got some killers. We have a, we camp, have. So. I, I'm very 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 proud of um of everybody that trains with me, and they made me they make me who I am. You know what I mean. Um, number one, and I think anybody that's trained with us and that knows is Tim. Tim, Tim Pomfret, uh, Tim, is that what yes, you're talking? same guy. The, the only, one and the, the same. The only reason I said that, I don't know if you know this. Yeah, I feel like this is where this question was going. It, oh, it, yeah, it, it, it actually, know, it. it actually wasn't. Yeah. So it, I, I, I genuinely wanted to know. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> he, he was my history teacher in high school. So it'd, I know. I yeah, know. <laughs> it'd be, it'd be, it'd be cool to have him on. Back in the day, he gave oh, me, he gave me a book about some Russian body weight exercises, and I'm like, this, this dude's out there. Tim this is such. Different. I mean, I, I love him what a, he's a great guy, and um. I'm telling you, he's he's a mentor of mine. He's such an influence on my life. Yeah. Um, he's humble. He's he's powerful. He's <laughs> uh, you know what I mean. He's uh, he's lived a lot of life and uh, continues to have a great outlook on it uh but yeah uh just a nightmare i always say we always <laughs> we always say so there's a kids movie finding nemo if anybody's familiar yeah, yeah. and when there's a scene in finding nemo when i think it's dory goes and meets the sharks just keep swimming is that what we're going well <laughs> here hear me out so yeah. so dory goes and hangs out with the sharks and I forget his name, but the one shark's talking to her and he smells blood and his eyes just go black and he goes nuts. <laughs> but so this is Tim in a nutshell when you roll with him. So <laughs> it's well, like, oh, he was such a nice guy. And then his eyes just go black when you smack his yeah. hand and bump his fist. Well, and then it's like, here what? we go. Here we go. So, I think we need to get Tim on the podcast. I think so. There we go. I think he would come that out. I think he would. Come back on the podcast with him. He's a very interesting guy. Very well read. Part two. Super. We'll uh, we'll get the the build. Yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get the build out done because that we're doing a build out for the room. 
Um, and we're going to be able to fit a lot more people. I mean, more than four or five gets a gig real yes. weird trying no, to do a no, podcast. T- Tim's, but, Tim's not a small human being, so we need to <laughs> yeah. be able to. All right, so let's do that. That's that's the plan. We'll we'll get it done, and as soon as we get it done, Mike Manchek and Tim, Tim the, shark. Yeah. <laughs> Tim the Shark. We'll come back on. Yeah. Thank you so much, Mike, for coming on. I appreciate it. And Tony, as Thank always. Thank you, guys. Phenomenal. Thank you, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Salud. Salud. Oh, he left. I'll get some more. Get some more. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That was phenomenal.